highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. It's like the healthcare bias, right? Where they think black people don't have any feeling and their skin is tougher than other people's and they don't have, you know, they, they, they really can't feel pain because there's an issue with the, the nerves in their skin. They have a much higher pain tolerance. Or the only time people come in is when they, they want drugs, right? They don't, you know, they don't. It's, it's not real pain. I find that annoying. I find that irritating. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Because I would tell you, I don't want to hear about how people were just trying to get their lives together. They were just turning their lives around. Tired of hearing it. When it comes down to people going to jail and getting sentenced, we can't hear, well, it's too harsh. We can't hear the system is unjust. And we can't hear, I hate the police. Because all those homicide detectives, they speak for the dead. You have to have them. Or else there will be no justice. I say, let's hold the mayor, city council, police chief, and every officer accountable for the crime that's committed and come up with a way to fix it. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. All I want are the books made correct. I think historically, black people need to be made whole. If you're not going to pay us reparations, if you're not going to give us the money that you owe us based on what was taken from us and our families, the least you can do is get the history right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You continue doing your work, man. I appreciate you. I listen to you every day. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017. I should probably just pull up the talking text line right now. So I've been thinking about this all day ever since yesterday. Have you ever been skipped over? I mean, have you, like, growing up, have you ever people, like, You know, I was not picked for teams growing up. And so at the time, I wasn't a nerd, right? But I wasn't athletic either. So I was never picked for teams. And I used to feel some kind of way about that. I mean, when I was in school, I was never picked, like, to be the lab partner. So... I mean, I was okay with it. I just had to wait till the worst person in the entire class, which I guess clearly was me, got the other worst person in the class, and we became lab partners. Even in college, I would ask around, and nobody would be my lab partner. I took physics, by the way. I took chemistry, too, but I got a D in it. It was, I didn't do that. Physics, I think I got a B or an A. I loved it. Something like that. I don't know. I was never picked to hang out with. And if I was picked, you ready? I was the last one to be picked. 
Wow. You know, when they say it, the first shall be last and the last shall be first in the Bible, they was, they was talking about me. <laughs> last. But when I wasn't picked, and I guess not being picked was okay, right? Or being picked last was okay. You know what really bothered me? Like I said, being skipped. There have been instances socially where people will come in, introduce other people while I'm there, and bypass me. Like, like skip right over me like I'm not there. It happened today, this morning. Somebody came into a room, and they introduced the person sitting next to me, and then went on their way. And I thought, hmm, okay, that was interesting. Being skipped. And then when I really wanted to do things, and I was talking to somebody about this today, when I really wanted to do things, I then couldn't do it. So, confession. I wanted to play baseball in high school. I love baseball. I know it's kind of weird. I love baseball. But my mother, right, I went and tried out, got the permission slip. But when it came to get the signature to go get the physical, my mother wouldn't let me. And so I wanted to play baseball. I was mad for a long time. I was mad at my mother. Why? Because she wouldn't let me play baseball. I really wanted to play baseball. Why didn't she want me to play baseball? Because I might get hurt. And I was like, I guess it's okay to get hit by a bus walking across the street, but if I play baseball, oh, I might get hurt. It wasn't like it was football. It's baseball, for goodness sake. And so you know what happened, right? Went to practice every day, hoping my mother would change her mind. Went to practice every day for about two weeks. And the coach is always asking, I'm waiting on my mother to sign the form. I'm waiting on my mother. That was my answer. Till finally, he said, if you don't bring your form tomorrow, don't show up. And I didn't bring my form. And I didn't show up. And I was skipped. And so the next two years, at least one that I remember, So I remember two years after that, and it was either the year I didn't make the team or the year after I didn't make the team, they played baseball and they were city champions in baseball. Because usually the two sets of schools, public and private, the Catholic schools, would then play each other in football or baseball to become the city champ in that particular sport. Same thing with basketball. And we played at the then- Comiskey Park that was home of the White Sox in Chicago. And I remember sitting there because I thought, wow, that could have been me. But I got skipped because my mother didn't fill out a form. I mean, again, I can get used to not being picked, but I'm not used to being skipped. I mean, how, how do you get used to being skipped over? How do you get used to people skipping over you? But then again, I'm a black man. 
living, I got used to being skipped. Now the story is, at least I'm number two, all right? At least I can make the list and become number two. Not the first person to get picked, but at least I get picked, right? Not number one, but at least I get picked. And I guess that's saying something. Because today, we have to realize and understand that it's not about being picked. Well, it's really not about being skipped. It's just the fact that I was picked that made my day. So in that instance, it's okay being number two. It's okay being the second one in the door. It's okay with the first one being skipped over or bypassed or choosing it and then saying no, and then I roll in. That's what keeps me rooted and grounded and recognizing that through all the times I was skipped, I had to actually be there. All the times I was passed over, I had to actually be there. All the times I was picked last, I had to be there. And so it really kind of supported what I was already thinking. And it was really simple. It was really something you have to always remember. But by the grace of God, go I. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. So you know who my feature guest is today, right? Rufus featuring Chaka Khan. Notice I didn't say Chaka Khan. I said Rufus featuring Chaka Khan. All right. The new 1017 The Truth proudly celebrates black excellence and the most monumental moments in our history. Tune in all month as we celebrate Black History Month. 1017 The Truth Celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, City of Milwaukee, UW Credit Union, and American Family Insurance. And by the way, we are the home of Milwaukee Panthers men's basketball, so don't miss any of the hoop action. You hear me? Just listen to Panther basketball right here on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, all your favorite streaming platforms, and on the Educators Credit Union Milwaukee Panthers Sports Network from Learfield. Watch some good basketball. 833-212-1017. Talking text line says, uh, <laughs> a lot of people say become a police when you get picked second. And I was like, wow, that's rude. 
LOL. And it's funny. And they said, it's wrong because I got police friends. So? But you were the one that said it. I'm so hurt and crushed. (laughs) Good Life said, I'm sorry, Dr. Ken. We all have brokenness. May our Father heal you and bless you abundantly. Thanks for sharing. And I said, aw, all is well. Isn't that cute? Sound weird with me saying something's cute. 833-212-1017. So you know what I was doing today, right? Because today is Tuesday. I think I'm going to have to call this Terrible Tuesday. Because I was I was scouring the internet. And uh, I thought it odd. Um, so here's my question. <clears throat> Can anybody win an NAACP Image Award or... Is it only supposed to be for black people? 833-212-1017. Are black people the only ones that can win black awards? Like if somebody does something in a black, like if you had a white person in a predominantly black film and they won best actor or best, best, what, 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 what's, what's the um, other one? The other category, you got best actor, you got best supporting role, right? Does it matter if, the, if it's a black, I, I don't know. <laughs> ben like, yeah, it matter. Why does it matter? So, reason I say that, Crazy Rich Asians actress Aquafina released a statement in response to backlash on social media after being nominated for an NAACP Image Award, reported Insider. I'm, I'm reading TheRoot.com. Over the past year, she has faced harsh criticism about her, cons- her consistent use of a black scent. So, here's the peeper. That's how she talked. So if I grew up in a suburb, I guess that's why they talk about black kids who grew up in suburbs and talk like they're white. Are you talking like you're white or you're just using the English language the way it was meant to be? And when you get around your people, you, you use Ebonics and talk the way your culture talks. So if you grew up around black people, like what's up with that? Number two, she's a comedian for goodness sake. Let it go. But anyway, though the NAACP Image Awards is not exclusively only for black people in Hollywood, the nomination upset many as they believe her career was built upon mocking black people. Don't black comedians mock black people? Oh, we got to get up. Oh, we need to call Chris Rock. Say, hey, Chris. Yeah, you got to turn it down. Or, or Steve Harvey. Or Eddie Murphy. Or... The king of comedy, Richard Pryor. Yeah, we got to tell them stop. Got to tell them stop. However, her voiceover performance in the Disney animated film Raya and the Last Dragon, which got her the nomination, is one of the few films where she didn't use black scent. And that's because they asked her not to because she was acting? I don't know. The actress reacted to the nomination statement that she was extremely honored to be nominated at the NAACP Image Awards alongside so many people she loves, respect, and appreciate. Thanks to NAACP for all that you do and have fun. She has yet to address the mounting backlash online over her recent honor. Why would people be upset about that? Can somebody help me out? Give me a call, 833-212-1017. There are some awards that are for black people. Watch this. I think there's some organizations that are for black people. But I also think that we've taken things. <clears throat> how, how can I say this? Because I don't want to sound emotional. 
Have we taken, let me ask you, have we taken things too far to where we don't want black people in certain organizations? We don't want black people to be in. If you go back in the beginning, NAACP, Urban League, they had white folks in it, predominantly. So I'm just saying, can they be down for the cause and in the program? And if that's the case, what about our black organizations? Prince Hall Masons, uh, fraternities and sororities, Divine Nine. Is it okay that white people join? Because I can't think of uh, anybody in the Divine Nine that doesn't have at least one white member. What would you consider sacrosanct in terms of black organizations or Black awards, like that it's only for black people. 833-212-1017. Because I think that in the end, we can't talk about diversity and then not be diverse. We can't talk about being inclusive and not include. But I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'll tell you how I actually feel about it, though. But I'm interested in your thoughts. 833-212-1017. Should these black organizations let people of a different culture and race in? And if, and if, that the, if that's the case, is it an African-American organization? Or is it a black organization that we let people in? You know what I'm saying? Is it an it do African American organizations only open themselves up to African Americans? And if you're black from Africa or the Caribbean, you don't get it? Or is it about heritage? Or is it about culture and where you live? Because I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. 833-212-1017. Uh-oh. Here's the usual lead caller. What you want, Mr. Lee? What's up? Well, well, well. What up? Hey, how you doing? I'm well, good. How are you? you are real. I'm good, and uh, so far, so good. Uh, and yourself, sir? Phenomenal. Dr. Harris. I mean, all right. Awesome. Yes, you are. All right. So I want to say this. When we accept you, and if you're of an, another ethnicity and you get an award from us, uh-huh. um, if we accept you into our home, at our table, count it. Count it truly an honor. I mean, I don't think we should be fussing about, uh, I believe I, I would have called her uh, Black and Ease. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I believe, I, if I know who you're talking about, we've seen her, we know her. And I can almost, I, I can't relate to her, but I find her relative. Do you right. hear what I'm saying? Right. I find her relatable. Okay. So when we accept you, it, I, I don't think we should be fussing about this uh, young lady getting this award. She's been around for years, and she's truly good at her craft. But a part of that craft is the fact that she grew up around some black folks. We have to understand that. So uh, I'm, I'm, I don't see why we would... Uh, fuss about her getting something that we give her. You see what I'm saying? I don't think we should be fussing about it. What about... Um, but you're real... Go on. Go ahead. No, go on. You're real tedious, 
I mean, with a lot of the responses, and I'm not going to go over all the tediousness about it, but in just in, in just in honoring anyone that we allow to our table. Uh, okay, de- depending on who it is, like okay, let's start over. Had it been uh, uh old boy that they were just talking about recently with his words, ah, no, nah, he's not being accepted to the table. All right, he's not getting an award from us. Um, you know who I'm talking about. The the, the uh, they, we were just talking about him the other day, and uh, he had a podcast where he was very uh, disrespectful. And on top of him being disrespectful, they want to say something about him saying uh, about the virus as though that was the issue when they use the fact that, okay, the virus was really the issue with his remarks towards that. And they say, well, hey, here, guys, look at this. And pretty much you throw him under the bus. Well, they can throw him under the bus, but we're not running him over, nor are we bringing him to our table. <laughs> Very true. And so I, I think what happens is, but then how do, how do we scream inclusion and diversity and then we don't allow other people to make mistakes? If we want to be forgiven, why aren't other people forgiven? And I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I, I know you are. I know you are and you want to get a little more out of this uh, conversation. But again, it goes right back to, uh, to you know, we're the type of people that will do that. Um, well, we will accept almost anyone, even when we're not accepted as what's going on in often right now. We're not accepted in a, a lot of uh, uh, genres and craft. And that was an issue back, mm-hmm. uh, what, um, what was that? The What award was that? Where, it, you know, they had to figure out who was going to host it. And all of a sudden, they, you know, a lot of the actors and stars that were black wanted to avoid because of some, ah, I don't know. I don't keep up with entertainment that well, as you can tell. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, when it comes to inclu- inclusion, let us include it. Let it be our own. Number one, independently right. our own. And if you are accepted in, and then someone gives you an award, don't let our own fuss about it. Realize, let us all of those that might have something to say about it. Let's do some background check on them if we didn't like it. Yeah, uh, but is anybody going to pass a background check? Mr. Lee, you going to pass a background check. Ain't nobody passing that background check. No, I won't. Everybody, everybody has said something about another race. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, short, tall, male or female. You just said something or thought something about somebody that was racial, that was denigrating. Come on now. Yep. But I wish death pun no one. I'm, Absolutely that, not. I make that Absolutely clear. not. All right. So, so, so in that again, if we giving up that trophy and and it's coming uh, independently from us, let's let's be cool and you know and let that person be applauded. I'll leave it at that. All right. Appreciate All right. you. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. I I I um. Talking text line says, why black people always got to conform to everyone? All black people aren't the same. What you may like, I may not. But I know that. I get that. I'm speaking in terms of when it comes to people making a choice. Like, do we have a choice to decide who we want to give an award to and who we don't? Are there things that are black that are just for black. If I were Jewish, if I were Catholic, there are some things I ain't getting. Like you're not, 
you you can't get it. Yeah, that's not yours. And I'm okay with that because I'm not. What are some of the things in the black community, in black society, black America, black world? That's for us. That's ours. And we can say without racism, bias or discrimination, that's a black thing. And no, I'm not talking about braids in your hair because that's a hairstyle. Anybody should be able to wear braids. You shouldn't be getting mad at, at white girls to wear braids. I don't know. But I'm trying to figure out what that thing is that's ours. Is it the language? Is it? What is it? 833-212-1017. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. By the way, you've been thinking about going back to school. Concordia University offers flexible schedules and online courses, including accelerated bachelor's degrees and several graduate degrees fully online, allowing you to work and work toward that degree while saving you both time and money. And Concordia professors, you know, like me, teach from a Christian perspective. Imagine next year, you could like just be a year older or a year closer to your dreams. Find out more at cuw.edu. Concordia University. Live uncommon. And a sponsor of Truth in the Afternoon on the new 1017 The Truth. 833-212. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, excuse me, Ben. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. All right. Okay, I'm back. I dropped my pen and it rolled under the desk. And then I was like, dude, I got to like literally get on my hands and knees and crawl under here and get a pen. So, yeah, let's just say, thank goodness I am not on video today. But I digress. 833-212-1017. Are there organizations that black people should be the only ones that are members in it? I know most most of the Divine Nine and. Prince Hall, Freemasonry, and I'm trying to think, NAACP, Urban League, and, you know, legacy organizations started with whites in it. Some of it was white leadership. However, are there some organizations that are just off limits? Like, do you think, hey, you think my daughters could join Daughters of the Confederacy? I'm probably thinking no. Uh, talking text line says uh, 414-430 says the Nation of Islam and Black Panthers is definitely off limits for other races. Enough said. Do, 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 do. 
Okay. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I'm going to read that one. I think I'm going to do something about that. But that's interesting. That's interesting. So, I guess I should read it. Branch Rickey, Abraham Lincoln, and someday maybe Craig Carmazan, who was the founder and owner of Good Karma Brands, where we work on the new 1017 The Truth, would be worthy of NAACP recognition. I don't believe only people of color contribute to the advancement of people of color. Okay. All right. Hanif, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How's it going? All right. How are you? You doing pretty good. Yeah, I did want to chime in a little bit on the conversation that's going on as far as, like, a little bit of both. Us having organizations that only blacks belong to because we need some things that are black people specific strictly for us. Such as? And, and only for and only for us, such as, such as, we need our own groups to argue for us politically that we belong to, and not someone that's going to come up and spread things around for everybody else to benefit off of us. See, because you know everybody else, like the gay, the gay rights movement, and all that, it piggybacked off the black rights off of black people fighting for human rights. That's true. You know, so we need to exclude all these subsectors of people who want to attach themselves on to us that's just to profit off of us. Because every time the government passes a different law or something and gives and a lot monies to different people, mm-hmm. that is money that it's supposed to be going to us. Like give me an example. Okay, I'm going to give an example. If okay. I want to go open up an establishment and, and I tell them that I want to open up, like in Kenosha, if you want to open up a hip-hop establishment, that is pretty much shunned upon because of the crowd of people that follows it. Correct. But now say if I want to open up a gay, now say if I want to open up a gay establishment and then the city turns me down, I could file discrimination. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. But I can't file discrimination because they don't want to allow hip-hop in an area. You understand what I'm saying? And so when, when people are taking their pins and pads and writing us out of the equation, that's the major part of racism that with that kills us is the pen and pad because we don't control the narrative. We don't write the laws or none of that. We just become victims of it. Not true. So There are enough black people in the legislature. There are enough black people in the federal government to speak for us and have a voice. I think the question is whether or not they use it. They have a voice. But exactly, but that's the thing. Those are just people that they just put in a place to, and like a pacifier. But the voice of the people... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hanif, Hanif, are all black... Hang on. Are all black politicians just placeholders? No. Okay. Not all, but, but you have a lot of tokens in there. So... 
when it comes down to a lot of politics and different stuff that we do, we're always out to appease others besides ourselves because they're like, okay, white man, is this good enough? Does this satisfy you enough? I wouldn't we want say you to that. do this. this and, and the reason black, I wouldn't say that is because, all- well, the reason I wouldn't say that is because we would not have gotten as far as we are now had we done that. Well, with some, well, in some instances, we had, we had to do, we had to do what we had to do to get in the door. But now that we're in certain doors and certain levels, we're being locked out because, like I said, nobody strictly vies for anything that's black, 100% black. Once we get, once we get in front of the people. Whoever the person is, the spokesperson, whatever, they change up their tone. Okay, well, we're going to make it black, but not all the way black. We got to have it this much black. We got enough room for Mexicans, Chinese, white people, gay people, and all these other people. Okay. So, therefore, it's not all black. Okay. So, 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 so therefore, can I... What, Go on. But, yeah, Go on. But yeah, when, when, the Asian, when the Asian hate occurred, Asian people, they... they a lot of money strictly for Asian people that were affected by the Asian hate. Yeah, but it was their money. Our government paid those people. Okay. Now, which one are you talking about? Recent or back during the World War? No, 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 just recently. Okay. When, when, When Asian people were becoming victims of senseless violence, and then next thing you know, they passed the Asian hate bill, and those people got granted money. I'll have to look into that for being victims. Okay, but and that and that was a black and that was a that was a people specific bill and something that was passed for them. But the problem with us is black. Everything with us is taught to be integrated. But See, wait, 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 wait! wait. But a lot of black people. But a lot of black people support that. Okay. And I understand that. But this is the thing. You don't have a seat at the table as long as you're integrated. Mexicans are not integrated. Puerto Ricans, everybody else is not integrated. That's why you have Chinatown. But what do you mean by integrated? But wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by integrated? okay, Okay. They haven't integrated themselves into whiteness to the point to where they rely on white people 100%. Black people, once we integrated, black America failed because we cut there were two Americas up until like 1965 after we integrated. You have black America and white America. They said, go down there to black only. You had, you had black people who were successful, hardworking people. But now, after the integration, we integrated mindset, we integrated the classrooms and workplaces, but it was all for us not to have our own. We integrated to support the, the white system. Really? We did not we didn't, hmm. we didn't integrate to have black-owned businesses. We integrated to go to white schools, to go to white restaurants. When they show you that when they actually show you the we didn't at all actually we men, didn't we integrated to have equal schools. That's what we integrated, like Brown versus the Board of, I can't get it right. Brown versus the Board of Education okay, in Topeka, well, Kansas was for equality okay. in schools, not to go to a white well, school. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you, then I got to run. You're, you're, fit, you're in your, 
Okay, are you in your 50s? Nope, I'm older. Okay, well, were you were you around during a time where you had black schools and white schools? Yes. Predominantly black schools and predominantly yes. white schools, depending yes. on where you live at. Yes. I'm from Wisconsin, but I, but I also lived in Mississippi. I'm 42. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Generation Xer. Okay. So... But like, like, but after we integrated, a lot of the black schools faded out. They they started closing them down and started right. building more public schools. Right. And then around around say around the eighties, uh, the special education program just boomed out of control. Well, after I all think, the uh, black uh, uh, education schools in, in the in, in the eighties, it was actually the opposite. They mainstreamed people, so now they're in classes with everybody else. Is that what you mean by boomed? Well, well, well. With us, well, see, with the kids that was in LD and ED when I was right. growing up, correct. They, it, a lot, a lot of their parents got checks for them to right. act the ad, well, act up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't get corrected. All right. So and then I think these these people grew up and had kids. All right. Well, you thank know, you. I got I got a roll. I got other calls and talking texts coming in. But thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Uh, give me a call back when you get a chance. I always appreciate talking to Hanif. 833-212-1017, live from the American Family Assurance Studio at Radio City. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Music from Rufus and Chaka Khan. My featured artist this day for Black History. It's not a like set day or anything. I just thought I'd choose Rufus featuring Chaka Khan. 833-212-1017. Talking text line says, uh, Dr. Ken, please let people talk. And I said I do, but I have to get clarity to follow along. When I need it, I ask. But you cut people off like you are the only one that has an answer. No, I'm actually asking the question. Like, you know, asking the question while they're talking so I can get clarity so I understand. Because then I get, then it gets convoluted for me and I don't, you know, 
And I told y'all before I cut people off. So I don't know why y'all getting all mad, upset. People. So. And Hanif, I think he had more than enough quality time to say what he wanted to say and do what he wanted to do. And then you follow it up by saying you like my music? Like, come on. It's like you slap it on one side of my face and then you rub it on the other. Oh, that's so nice. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you for much, uh, very much. I appreciate your comments. Talking Text Line says, oh, there's another one. Organization that white people can't be in. Hebrew Israelites. True story. Blacks integrated not for equality, but because they thought the whites' lifestyle and establishments were better. So then the question remains, are they better? Has integration brought black people? And, and, and fr first of all, if you have a comment about it after the five o'clock news, I need you to do a couple things. Define what integration is so that I can figure out whether or not we're on the same page. What does integration mean to you? Because some people say integration means whatever they say it means. Well, I'm interested in knowing what you think it means. So we've been talking about this. Are there any organizations that should remain predominantly black? And then it morphed into, well, actually, it started with me talking about how I got skipped and doing stuff and all that. And, and so um, I wonder with that. And and it's and it's something that the caller four one four five two zero mentioned. Blacks integrated not for equality, but because they thought whites' lifestyle and establishments were better. I think they did it for it. Well, what do you think? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. I think they integrated because they wanted the quality that white people had. If you got a good school, I want a good school. You got up to date books, I want up to date books. Not knowing that the one thing that set us back was financial. It was not accidental that we burned down cities, burned down homes, put an expressway, Interstate 43, through Bronzeville and Milwaukee. It wasn't accidental that it rolled, that the Dan Ryan rolled where it rolled in Chicago and divided projects from Bridgeport. Like, it, it wasn't accidental. It was done on purpose. And it was purposeful. But what are we going to do to change it? When we lost access to the Freedmen's Bank that started in 1867 and by what? 1872 it was gone. They knew exactly what they were doing. If I can hold you back financially, you'll never catch up. And that's exactly what, what, what happened. And so now even when you try to start a bank, you really don't have the leverage and you can't quite get the insurance and you can't quite get anything to make sure you can build up your construction company, build up your, you know, those large companies that get large contracts from cities and states and counties and government. It's not accidental. There, there's, there's, there's not a lot of black anything in that era. Because I only know of maybe a handful of national banks that are black. And don't get me started on HBCUs. I think we need to support HBCUs whether we go there or not. There's enough black people in America to support our HBCUs and get them up and running and going. To the point where I think if you pay soon enough, your kids should probably be able to go there free.
But that's just me. Because for me, education is the great liberator that will help you make more money. That will help you make more money and help you excel and grow your family and have generational wealth. 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, your thoughts.